Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. And we're back with episode 176 of IcoPod. I am Bob Collin Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley and Austin Skinner. Dallas had her go run away and urinate once again because he has the bladder the size of an infant child. And Austin, I'm going to tell you right now, man, I've been biting my tongue for the past uh, 45 minutes because when I got on here, I saw that you were eating Wendy's, and you guys tend to just ridicule me for all the times that I eat Wendy's, and you were shoving a burger into your face. So what do you have to say for yourself? Um, I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this well known to all of our listeners right now. For some reason or another, for the past, I'd say, two months... I can't get a fucking enough of a son of a Baconator sandwich from Wendy's. I don't know why. I don't know if it's like the melty cheese on it or like fast food bacon that actually tastes like bacon instead of rubber. But dude, I eat that sandwich once a week. And I know it ain't good for you. But I fucking love the son of the Baconator sandwich. Like today, so girlfriend's out of town. I had no dinner plans. I knew I was jumping on here. I debated it the whole drive home because I have like a 45-minute drive home. Do I pull into that fucking drive through and get that sandwich again? It's like it haunts me. I think of it and it's like, oh, my God. As soon as you think of it, whether you want to go or not, you're going to go because you thought about it. So sure as shit, I roll in and I get my same order. I get the fucking son of the Baconator sandwich. I don't get the fries because they're just as many calories as a sandwich is, believe it or not. So instead I get the spicy nuggets, which is like half the calories. And then I get my diet mellow yellow and that's my little fucking meal for the night. So yes, I was shoving Wendy's in my face because I, I can't not have it for some reason lately just super hankering for it and i've even i've even gone that extra mile and gotten even worse about arby's lately and arby's is gross you've been eating arby's dude i'm gonna tell you right now if you are you have a tapeworm because no one eats arby's if they don't have to i don't get any (laughs) of the main Menu items. You don't, don't get the no, roast beef. No, fuck off. Fucking nasty sandwiches. No. Oh my god, I just got stomachache thinking about yeah. an Arby's roast beef no. sandwich. Absolutely oh my god. not. Absolutely not. Oh. And I want to thank are... Arby's for sponsoring this podcast, but Jesus, man, your your sandwiches are horrible. You go to Arby's for two reasons. 
number one, seasoned curlies are just yeah home run on those. Greasy as fuck. But dude, home run on the seasoned curlies. Weren't they selling those like at the store? Yeah, you can get them in the bag. Yeah, you can. Yeah. And they're just as good, I want to say. They are. Yeah, they are. They're good. Okay. Um, so air fry them so they're not as greasy if you do get them from the store. Little pro Mm -hmm. tip there for you. Number two, and really my main reason for going to Arby's is those fucking mozzarella sticks, dude. Arby's mozzarella sticks are unmatched in the universe. I've gone to five-star fucking Italian restaurants, and I can't get that same flavor from a cheese stick if I fucking tried. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the juice that squirts out when you bite into it. The crunch coat on the outside. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Anybody who denies an Arby's cheese stick, fuck you. Because you're lying. You're lying. If you if you bite into that and say you don't like it, you're lying. They are out of this world good. Now, when you said the only reason why you go to Arby's, I immediately thought of the fries and mod sticks. Because I remember, because they used to have like a, like some kind of deal, right? Like a sandwich and like two or three sides for like 10 bucks or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and I, and I'm gonna tell you too, their their chicken tenders are pretty good. They they are good. That's a, that's what I think tenders. I would get is the tenders and the... yeah. If you're looking for an entree, like they're good, but you don't go for that. No. The reason yeah. I've been going out of my way to get Arby's every once in a while lately is I'm telling you the fucking cheese sticks and sometimes the curly fries. That's it. That's all you get. And the roast beef. Absolutely not. You couldn't pay me to eat that shit. No, that shit looks so fucking gross. It's like wet cardboard in there. We just drove by and they got this nasty looking chicken something sandwich. And it literally looked like throw up on two pieces of bread. Like it looks so. I don't know how Arby's is open. I don't know how they've stayed in business. You don't, you don't make a franchise off cheese sticks. I don't care how good they are. So I don't know what they're doing, but. If you're going or you're in a pinch and it's like Arby's or Starve, Arby's, cheese sticks, every fucking time. Every yeah. time. Um, and if people are wondering, because uh, I've been getting some DMs like, oh, you got to start telling us what Dallas is drinking on every episode of Ico Pine. So this week, it looks like he's drinking like a mocha Starbucks no. little bitch no. drink. So I don't okay. know what. Okay, let me. You want to know what I'm drinking? I'll start telling you what I'm drinking because let me tell you, on the night to record this podcast, my lovely girlfriend loves to bring me drinks. So oh. tonight I am drinking a uh, medium cold foam cold brew with two blueberry shots and two French vanilla. You couldn't he can't even get, say it. He can't, yeah, he can't say it. You can't say it with a straight face because you knew as soon as you got to blueberry mocha, you're like, <laughs> it's well, not I'm mocha. Fine. It's just blueberry motherfucker. Whatever. Whatever. I got two blueberry shots of penis and uh, pussy inside. Two, two shots of blueberry and my vagina's uh, fucking itching. So what do I it do? It is coffee, though. I'm drinking coffee today instead of, like, one of my pink drinks, which is what they're called at Starbucks, which is, like, a strawberry coconut milk drink, and it's very, very good. Do you go there and say it? Does it come out of your mouth? Do you order <laughs> it? I use the app. You'd be embarrassed, dude. You, you as a no, man with apps... a fucking beard and a tattooed body 
cannot go in there and say, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I'd like the pink drink, please. Well, I could. Absolutely fucking no, not. this is what would happen. Dallas would walk into the Starbucks. It'd be his turn. The cashier would be like, oh, the usual Dallas? He wouldn't have to well, say nothing. I wouldn't go in there and order that. No. At my at my old job, the coffee shop I'd stop at every morning, the girl did know what I wanted. I'd walk in and she'd start making it for me. So there was a time in my life where, oh, they they knew I wanted a headlight donut and uh, a medium cold brew with raspberry shots in it. So, like, they know. Yeah, I'm not proud of the amount of different establishments that knew what I would get. I would go to Liverpool Pizzeria and they would just be like the usual. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool Pizzeria is the shit, man. I would go there almost every single day and get one of those chicken wraps. Yeah, I was going to say the sandwich thing, right? Yeah, and the girl that worked there, she'd be like, the usual? She knew. Yeah. I think she was the owner. No, she just worked there. But I would walk in there, and almost every day it'd be 7.30 at night, and she would just smile, and she'd be like, the usual? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, big, all right, give me ten minutes. Right, there's cool. also a, there's a donut shop we go to, and they it's the same. They know, they know why we're there. They know both of our names. They know why we're there. Just give us the fucking donuts and let us leave. I told you guys about the time, like the one summer, being a group of friends, we got like a twenty percent off discount at Denny's, right? Because we would go so often. Are you shitting me? No, see, I mean she ended up getting fired. Who did that? <laughs> well, I was about to get to that too. Is like sometimes it pays. To go somewhere a lot because, like, yeah, I, I've lost count how many times we've gotten free donuts. They're like, Oh, you guys are good. Oh, okay, all right. Well, you know, here, I got a little tangent here before we get into some stuff. So, I, I, I scroll on TikTok, right? Just mindlessly stupid bullshit. I get hold on, I get made fun of for drinking coffee, and Bob goes on TikTok as a 30 year old man. Yeah, that's saying, some pussy shit. Just saying, just saying. Do you have just, the app on your phone? I just scroll through. You have the app on your phone downloaded. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. I just watch them. Oh, fuck that. Anyway, as I was saying, well, there's a girl who's been like trying to, she's been trading like a paperclip from the beginning to get like a house or something. Huh? Yeah. She's been trading things. Like she started with a paperclip and she traded the paperclip for something and then traded whatever she got for paperclip. That's and she bullshit. Wa- and she wants to get a house. Right. Okay. That's right. so right now she was she was at like a fucking coo- she had like a car or something. I can't remember what it was. Or no, she had uh like riding lawnmower like seven riding lawnmowers or something. Okay. So the next thing it was clearly an ad. But she goes, I found the perfect thing. A Chipotle gold card for a year. I can get one Chipotle meal for a year. And I'm thinking to myself, the value in that is limited. Why would you trade all that, all your riding lawnmowers or whatever for a card that lasts a year? Right. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. That's a horrible trade. You're never going to get your car. You're going to have to go back to a paperclip. Yeah, that's all bullshit anyway. I, I don't know. Stuff that goes viral these days, dude, I don't buy into it because it's, it's all, all so fabricated. Yeah, it's all phony. Yeah. So it's just like, fuck that, whatever. That's why I don't like TikTok, because everybody on there is putting up a fucking show in a front. Dude, and it's, all, it's all fake. It's, it's so all. phony. That's why it makes it so funny, though. No. Although there was one TikTok where a grandma was trying to figure out how to do voice text, 
And she was like, hi there, Sarah. How you doing? What's going on? Wait, what? Period. What? Oh, wait, why is that doing that? And like, so she, <laughs> is that me talking or is that her talking? I don't know. Oh, God. Oh, no. Help well, me. the thing is, like, TikTok is like fake Vine. And like, I yes. pers- and I personally, yeah, when Vine was a thing, I really fucking hated it. Now I oh. look back. No, I look back, and some are really funny, but I look at it the same way. It's the same shit. You're making short no, video clips. No, no. But no. it's the new version, it's so it's worse. It's worse, for sure. Vine, I was on from day one. It was organic. You only had six seconds. Yeah. There was no, like, flashy graphics or, like, bullshit that you could do. It was a six-second video. You could put music in it, and you were done. And most of the time, for one reason or another, they were funny as fuck. And now it's just like TikTok's trying to live off that fame. Well, that's the thing, yeah. And dude, it's not the same. You could do like a 90-second TikTok with fucking exploding graphics coming in, fucking music that's not even licensed, and all this bullshit. It's like, dude, fuck all that. Uh, one of my favorite vines is when the guy's like, what's worse than a rapist? And he reveals it and the person's like, a child. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Dude, they're, they're classic. The vines are classic. Vine was a great time to be alive. There was no pandemic. Uh, Dallas wasn't on the podcast and we weren't either. Mm-hmm. So I had like free Mondays, which is insane. Yeah, it was just a happier time. I lived in Syracuse near family and friends. I wasn't off on a fucking island in Florida. All alone, miserable, sad. Chosen you know, life. so just Vine reminds me of the times that were good in life. Where Japanese wrestling was still like niche and not everybody pretended to know fucking everything. Yeah. Uh, WWE still sucked, but at least it was better than it is today. You know, it was just a great time. Vine just reminds me of how shitty a time we're living in. So that's I why I don't have it on my phone. I think people who are TikTok famous are the most annoying people because three months ago they were just a normal person. And they're making bank, dude. I know. everybody. They all get ads and shit. I don't understand. They all get Everybody's a goddamn man. sellout. And that's what makes oh, yeah. iPod different, baby. One Not I... because we're selling shirts for $17.99 over on Redbubble. Because we're different and we don't run ads and we don't try to steal the money away from you and pretend that we're millionaires and pose in front of Lamborghinis. We don't do any of that. Right. No, one, of my, but... one of my pet peeves with TikTok is like the bang energy ads because they'd be doing random shit and they just have like a bang energy can in their hand. Fuck them. Sure, I'm hiding dude. behind my counter with a bang energy in my hand. I'm going to smack my girlfriend's ass and she's not going to see me. Fuck them. Dude, that shit's the worst. It's like, okay, you want it, you won't, she will never see this coming. And it's like, it's yeah. so clearly like, um, it's so. Uh, you can he- she could hear you go, shh. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. You know what yeah, else I hate? The fake prank shit sucks. Yeah. What else do you hate, Dallas? Uh, I hate the WWF. Steven Singer? I hate Steven Singer. And you know, uh, do you, do you buy or buy or rent your home? Sure, you do. I'm doing this shit again. And it ain't easy. You want to know what? When I go on TikTok, sometimes I feel like just wandering onto a train track, and and I know that that train can't stop. 
But I can. But I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just hit me. Maybe I'll go viral. Dallas, what do you hate? You said house, a house. No, I, well, I was getting at WWF, but I I turned it into the Stephen thing. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Coming on here, at least there's stars. Sometimes. At least not every match has a dive. Uh, it's a little rugged. It's a little unpolished. And it's 45 fucking minutes. Oh, I do like that part. Oh, God. So uh, just the the positives highly outweigh the negatives. And that's why I'm still here. Because I do, believe it or not, want wrestling a part of my life in some sort of fashion. And I ain't getting it from modern wrestling. And I'll tell you the truth. Uh, I'm the biggest New Japan guy there ever has been. And dude, I don't even have my subscription for it anymore. Austin, how long do you think you would survive on a two-hour TNA show? Um, in what context? Like you were doing 2003. Watching it. 2003. I would probably enjoy it. I wouldn't be able to do it back to back. Um, because that shit I haven't seen like any of. So it'd be all brand new to me for sure, 100 percent Yeah. Um so I think I'd la- I'd last probably a couple episodes, but not long. Yeah, well, I drag I drag Bob through the mud over on the TNA Cross the Line podcast each and every week, and it's been a lot of fun. It sucks the life out of it. And we pretty much talk for about three and a half hours. Yep. And I've been trying to I've been trying to change the recording days to the point where Dallas wouldn't be able to do it, and I found out what day he has his daughter. So one of these days I'm gonna be like, yeah, dude, I can only do Fridays, and you're gonna be like, well, I got my kid. I'm like, well, I guess that's the end. Don't you have her on Tuesdays too? Yeah, we switch things up though. You know, it mixes up. You know. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Even this has been a drag. There's been times you guys are well aware where it's like, this might be my last show, because I just can't fucking do it anymore. So really, when you just overexpose yourself to anything, it's it's tough. Um, that's why I feel like going back into the 90s, back into a time where wrestling was starting to get cool, it's a little bit more digestible. There's not as much of it all the time in your face these days. Um, everybody else is like preoccupied and busy with other shit. So it's almost like, hey, come here. There's this secret stuff that people are starting to forget. Let's rediscover it. So that's how I have stuck around because I know the payoffs. I know what's coming. I know what I should be waiting for and like looking out for. It's like a comfort food. You know, I love mac and cheese, but I know what it tastes like. I know what the ingredients are, and there's not much variance in a good bowl of macaroni and cheese. You know what you're getting. But that doesn't mean I'm stop eating it, baby. I'll have it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Because I fucking love it. Yeah. That's how I feel when I'm watching this shit. Yeah, half of it's garbage. But I'd be rather watching this garbage than modern shit that I can't even get into. I think it was last week where I was reviewing a TNA 2004 show and I forgot that I was recording a TNA 03 show with Dallas that same day and I realized... I've been consuming 
eight hours of TNA wrestling today on that day. Well, at least, you know, you could be, you know, doing worse things. Like what? Having a life. No, but, going, going outside? Yeah, Bob going outside. What the hell is that supposed to mean? Okay, you're you're a little ass. You go outside. Your face is red right now, probably from going from the car into work. No, I have high blood pressure, you son of a bitch. Yeah, well. And I think I have lung cancer. So Oh my god. Here we go, guys. I've been Web MD. Here he is. Uh, you're damn oh. right I did it. I've been coughing for about a week and a or not a week. A month and a half now. You have pneumonia again. Ever since I had the goddamn shot. I think they gave me lung cancer. You know, I think that what it probably is is your microchip malfunctioning. Mine seems to be working great. Yours might not be working out so good for you. That's some well, bullshit. I heard once you get the shot, you get a bad case of cerebral palsy. Wow. Okay. Well, let's go right into the notes then for the observer. Left. <sighs> Nuts. Okay. Uh, so you guys know Kevin Green, right? No. No. Yeah, I do know. Yeah. Dallas doesn't. He doesn't know who Kevin Green is. Can you remind me who he is? Yeah. Well, he's a football player. Oh, yes. from For the Packers. No. Shit. <laughs> he was so confident. Shit. Uh, no, I believe he was, well, uh, what is the this? Browns? So he's Steelers. Bengals. Oh, I wouldn't have guessed Steelers. Yeah, he was on the Steelers. They ended up losing in the Super Bowl. Pussy. Um, but uh, he said that he's likely to do more with WCW. And he noted that he wanted to get like his hands on Ric Flair or whatever. But he had actually gone to Pittsburgh back in August at SummerSlam and talked to the WWF because he wanted to get involved in wrestling. But they must have passed on him. So I thought that was interesting because Kevin Green is probably one of the be- is one of the best athletes to ever compete in pro wrestling. He had the the charisma and he wasn't that bad in the ring either. So, well, you got to think they obviously passed on Mongo too because they probably could have put a deal together pretty easy on him. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think that's what they were looking for. I think they got lucky with LT and like, hey, we'll probably never get this again. So like, let's not even try. No, I can see that. But Kevin Green, I think, is kind of underrated there. Uh, last week, Raw got a 2.4 rating. And you'll remember that featured uh, Diesel against Bulldog and Shawn Michaels against Yokozuna. While uh, Nitro got a 2.8. And that was because Flair versus Hogan was the main event. I'm sure it was a barn burner. Probably was. They've, Probably never, they've never wrestled. No, and they're and they're never going to wrestle after that either. So yeah, no. It's oh, one and no, done. no way. Yep, never. Uh, you guys will remember I mentioned that Jean Pierre Lafitte said he was sticking with the WWF. Okay. Well, yeah. he's not. He's not. He uh, said. I, he said I'm joking. Uh, he is going to go to WCW with Jacques Rougeau, and apparently they're both making 150 grand. And they're going to start in July. Jesus Christ. 150 grand in 96 is probably a lot of money. For limited dates, too. And mm-hmm. it's the fucking Rougeau's. 
Yeah, he was probably only doing Nitro and maybe a couple of Saturday nights. I don't. He really didn't have a lot of house shows back then. Somebody's throwing that money away. Well, yeah. when, you know, when I hear when I hear stuff like that, I I wish I was a little taller, more athletic, and then became a wrestler, and then could become a star and make a shit ton of money. Because if you do pretty good, you make a shit ton of money. Dallas, you could be like Marco Stunt. I mean, you have a good point there. He might even be taller than me, though. How tall are you? Well, hold on. Can I look up how tall Marco Stunt is first? No, say how tall you are. No, hold on. You keep I telling think him he's like I think he's like five foot. Oh, then I'm taller. Yeah, there's no way. I'm only 5'7". Oh, I am taller. I'm taller than Marco Stunt. He's listed at 5'2". I'm 5'4". There you go. Thank God. I'm 6'4", so I'm only a little bit taller yeah. than Mark Goldstein. Bob, realistically, you should have got into wrestling. No. Uh, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be able to do a front flip or a back flip or nothing. I wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, you would when they fucking trained you. Nah, I'd break my neck. You could just do the Vader one, like the side one. Knowing, oh, great, and then I'd dislocate my shoulder. Uh, I would be the type of guy that would try to get into the ring and then like clip my foot on the middle rope and then fall down and then break my neck. Well, oh people gosh. are using those as a gimmick these days, so you probably would have done pretty good. Damn it. Swinging a miss. I wish I would have stuck with it when I went to school to begin with, but I was going with a fucking dumbass who was making me look like shit, so. Whoa, we're shooting, brother. Um, yeah. yeah, if I would have stuck with it at 19, I, my back wouldn't hurt as bad because I wouldn't have been wrestling, you know, in a fucking backyard like an idiot. We're and, shooting, uh, brother. Yeah, and then I would be what? I was I'd be almost ten years into the business at this point. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting thought. You could huh? be you could be on the indies right now. Yeah. And the indies yeah. are hot. I you know, I knew a real I knew a really good company that I we, we don't speak of the name, me and Bob. Uh but you could have it would have been great. At least thirty people go to the shows. And are you upstate? Nope, no, me and Bob do not mention the name. I'm not giving them any. You want to know? It's I'll text definitely you. those thirty fans are definitely not family and friends of the workers either. Family, friends, and then me, Bob, and Kaylee. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, so excite? No, no, they draw way more than this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then I don't know. Yeah. Uh, there's two guys that WCW have been talking about bringing in, and I'll tell you right now, only one of them come in. They've been talking to Mike Enos, who would okay. be, I believe, Blake Beverly of the Beverly Brothers. Oh, yeah. And Too Cold Scorpio. And if you think about it, if you think, oh, wow, Too Cold Scorpio is coming. No, it's Mike Enos that ends up going to WCW. Yeah, and, and I think that Scorpio probably learned his lesson. He he got in early, had some good matches, and then he said, "You know what? WCW's not for me, bro." I was just gonna say, I thought he was already there, so I'm not wrong about that. That's good. So you I thought don't Scorpio was there. Phone. Yeah, I thought Scorpio was there. Well, he was there in '93. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like I didn't. I think uh, he had a match on the first episode I did with you guys that Beach Blast showed, didn't it? Wasn't he? Was he? I don't know, man. If not, then for some reason I'm watching. Oh, you know what? He probably he might have team with Bagwell. Yeah, that's what I think it was. Um, and you got to think if you're Mike Enos and WCW is throwing money at you, what are you gonna do? Oh no, I'm uh, busy sitting at home on my couch. 
You're going to fucking go there. Come on. It's a no-brainer. Good yeah. for Scorpio, though, to be like, nah, I'm not going. Fuck you. Well, I don't know if it's him saying no. Because he was, you know, smoking that weed. So. Well, if anybody said no to Too Cold Scorpio, they're dumb as fuck. Yeah. I mean, he, we'll see him here in the WWF uh, soon enough. That dude in 2021 really? is still doing oh. backflips off the fucking top rope. And landing. Yeah, he's not. He's going to be at that 2CW show, isn't he? Him against uh, Slick again? Uh, that was what originally was scheduled. So I'm hoping, yeah. Because yeah. those two kill it every time they get in the ring with each other. Jesus Christ, this stupid oh. fucking pop filter. Okay. I'm fucking destroying shot. We haven't even started the show. I know. Well, I'm using my gut to keep the pop filter up. and I. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right. The WWF business is booming. And, uh, Bull. It is. That's what, that's what Dave Meltzer is saying. Oh. And uh, he's crediting Shawn Michaels' uh, return. For all the sellouts and good uh, good gates recently, that's probably true. Events, yeah, I could see it. But they've yeah. also had some stronger cards. I feel like. Well, they're yeah, I guess so. So you gotta give them some credit there. It's not all Sean, okay? There's some Tatanka matches on there and Brett Henry Godwin. It's Brett. Oh, Brett. it's definitely Brett. Yeah, Brett! I hate this popular so fucking much. You have no idea. And then uh, the little kid says, go get him, champ. Go get him, champ. Uh, speaking of Tatanka, this is some uh, bad news here. He says he's only in the WWF for three months, and then he's quitting to start a new business with friends. What's the business? Um, according to Meltzer, it's going to be a barbershop. Oh. Clean your scalp with Tatanka. You can't make this shit up, dude. I, well, I just did make that up. He didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> what the fuck? Bob, you're fired. Get out. What? You do, what? You wouldn't go to Tatanka if he was your hairdresser? Do you see his hair? Even now? No, I ain't going to him. I, I'd I let know. him dye my thread. What if Tatanka was your hairdresser and Luna Vachon was like the receptionist? Like, no, she's like the makeup lady. Yeah. Oh, then I'd go. And then Sherry Martell is the girl. What can I do for you today, honey? Sherry Martell is the girl that like washes your hair. Oh God, it's like the land of misfit fucking toys. <laughs> yeah. Bam Bam's doing like the pedicure foot massage in the little tubs. Yeah, Duke Duke Trossi's the guy to sweep up the hair on the ground. Right. Right. Put it in the trash. My favorite. That would be shit. I hope Tatanka doesn't leave to go cut fucking hair. Well, that's just me speculating that this could be his job. I think that is what he's going to do. He's probably going to be like a car salesman. I'm telling you, every single time a wrestler quits or retires, they go into being a car salesman. Every time. Okay, well, that job sucks, so don't ever do that. I didn't even show up for my first day, and I got hired to do that one time. (laughs) How did you not show up for your first day and you still got hired? No, they hired me, and then I Googled, like, how it works. And, like, if you don't sell enough cars, they expect you to pay them back from the check that they gave you for the month. So I was like, uh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't believe Yeah, that's be stupid. Yeah, that's some sketchy shit. Uh, all right, the WBF is denying 
that they offered Sheik money to appear at the Rumble, but everything else about Sabu is accurate. So what was everything got, else? I don't remember. Sabu oh, was going to come in oh, for right. like five grand and like eliminate himself by going through a table on the floor. I don't think really anybody ended up the worst for wear. I think it's okay that we didn't uh, we didn't get that. Yeah. Uh, I seem to remember Bam Bam Bigelow being advertised for the Rumble, but he didn't actually appear, and that's because he had major elbow surgery, and they thought that leading into the show he was going to be able to make it, and obviously he did not. Uh, at the Rumble, we saw Jake Roberts. He uh, returned. We hadn't seen him since uh, 1992 in the World Wrestling Federation. Uh, he is like, okay. You and you, you son of a bitch. Let me tell you something right now. What's this on my shirt? Oh, is that chocolate? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust a snake, man. Do you guys remember when his teeth fell out at the show and then he hit? Oh <laughs> my god. I <laughs> Pastime Athletic Club, January 2010. Never forget it. It was the most disgusting thing I've seen in my life. He took his dentures out and hit Springgate in the head with it and won. Mind you, he was in like dick stained sweatpants. Yeah, it was horrible. (laughs) Oh, God. So bad. An embarrassment. Yeah, just atrocious. Well, he's likely to be brought in and work as a babyface as much as he wants. What the fuck? Yeah. So if he's like, you know, I don't feel like working today, that's fine. How about tomorrow? Yeah, okay. Yeah, what a great, what a great gig, Jake. We want you on superstars. No, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it. Uh, the uh, World Wrestling Federation had a house show in India. And it was at a, it was at a football stadium on February fourth, nineteen ninety six. You want to take a guess on the attendance if it's at a football stadium? Eighty three thousand people. Um, I'll say 60k. Well, you guys are giving them way too much of uh, way too much credit here. They got 30,000 people. Oh, for India, dude, that ain't good because there's like 30,000 people in one house sometimes. Yeah, I actually am. I actually am really surprised about that number, to be honest with you. Yeah, I am too. I thought it'd be more, but uh, here's the card for it or the results. Uh, Doink the Clown, who was being played by Steve Lombardi. Defeated Zip. Ahmed Johnson defeated Skip. Henry Godwin was a substitute for Billy Gunn, and he teamed with WWF Tag Team Champion Mark Gunn to defeat Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Savio Vega defeated Isaac Yankum, DDS. Razor Ramon defeated 123Kid. The Undertaker defeated WWF Intercontinental Champion Goldust. Diesel defeated Hunter Hearst Helmsley. And in your main event... WWF World Champion Bret Hart defeated Tatanka. Um, oh my god. Tatanka that's... needs to go, he needs to brag more about being the main event of a uh, of a show that had 30,000 people there. Now, that's not, a, that's the card, that's not a good card, but that being said, I actually was expecting a lot worse because I feel like sometimes when they go to like random countries, like you get kind of more like the the C and D level, but there's there's a couple people on there. I was I'm kind of surprised, like just in general. Yeah, I feel like when they do overseas shows, they just you know 
kind of throw random random matches out there sometimes. Well, that's what I mean. And to hear, like, when you said even Razor, Diesel, and Brett, I was like, okay, I didn't expect to hear any three of those names. Right. I don't know. I think Brett's notorious for doing overseas shit. They could go to fucking the backwoods of Malaysia. And Brett would be like, yo, I'll be on your main event. How much are you paying me? Oh, uh, 30 rupees? Okay, I'll go. Well, to be fair, if I, I feel like if I was a wrestler, I'd want to wrestle in every country I could. Because I, I think, think that's, that's cool how as he shit. about it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and not to say that India is like a backwoods country by any means. That's a huge market, probably. So, I don't know. It's always weird to me that, like you guys are saying... <laughs> Oh, we'll just throw anybody out there because they're so starved for content. They think that anybody's a fucking star. So let's throw in Doink the fucking clown. And they'll probably go fucking banana for it. Well, that's what I mean, though. Yeah. Well, it's even a, it's still a big market today, right? That's Ginger Mahal, is it? Yeah, that's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well, so that, that, but what Austin said about pretty much, you know, oh, throw anyone there and then it's, like, it even just reminds me of, I mean, it's a little different now, I feel like, but they, like, for example, I just got this idea of listening to Eric Bischoff's podcast, but they did the random tour where it's like, oh, Hulk Hogan is coming to Australia. It's like, this Hulk right. Hogan doesn't go to Australia very much, so yeah, bringing Hogan over, that's a big right. fucking deal. Right. And that's why they, when WWE just recently did the Super Showdown in Australia, I mean, it was one of the biggest crowd, it was massive. Because they don't really go over there, especially in that capacity, that much. So, yeah, yeah. To me, I think that's anytime you can do that is really good. It's good to give the guys a break from American crowds, and really, anytime you go over there, everybody's so over. So, yeah, I don't know. I wish they would. Uh, I wish they would do that more. Well, I think that's why WF, especially in this era, went to uh, Germany a lot. Sure. Yeah, like that's cool. Yeah. yeah. When's the last time you remember a live Raw in modern times from, say, the United Kingdom? Like they don't even really go there anymore. Uh, I, that, I no, the UK they they might. Um, they do. Okay. They they do that at least once a year. Because I remember at least times at like two o'clock in the afternoon there'd be spoilers for Raw. Yeah, I don't cool. know, but I see what you mean. You know, they, it, it definitely seems, um, and it depends on the company as well, because like Impact, for example, has a huge following in Europe. Yes, and, and they know how to capitalize on it. Yeah, they have like, what, 40, 50 people? So they do really well in Europe. <laughs> At least, yeah, I mean, obviously, I like gone that. There a while, but I like I mean, that. They'd go to me and Bob have talked about it before, too. They can fill a classroom but, to watch those shows. Jesus there. Christ. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the, teacher, the teacher just rolls in the TV and they're like, You guys ready for some impact? Yeah. All 38 of us. This is great. And then there's a Highlander in the crowd, and one of the WWE executives see him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that sucked, that guy. Yeah, poor guy. Even look at those. Even Jobber Rory McAllister's here. 
And he was probably like, oh, oh, I think he was. He was like, oh, I'm fired. <laughs> this isn't good. Well, it's like it's like when they showed Britt Baker in the crowd in NXT, and Moro goes, that Alex, Alex, or Adam Cole's girlfriend, <laughs> Britt yeah. Baker. Yeah. And it was like, ah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't think Tony Khan cared. No, no, I don't think he did it all, but. I wouldn't care. Uh, but you want to know what I do care about? What was that? The February 5th, 1996. Wait, wait. wait, before we do that, uh, I need to reset my browser, but I also want to bring something up quick. Uh, because it was on uh, our Twitter page. And unless you said this before I, I joined the conversation about Arby's, but I don't think you did. No, I was uh, ridiculing Austin for making fun of me for eating Wendy's, and he had the balls to do it today. Well, I... I wasn't going to do that, but I see why you would. Okay, so um, as of recording, one of our newer episodes came out, and Classic Wrestling Review, who is a great supporter of the show, uh, uh, made a a comment on it. So we recently discussed, you know, how they were showing in-your-house shows, or matches, I should say, on Raw. Right. And we were really shitting on it. Yeah. Um, and I, we, we might we might have talked about it during the show or not, but he uh, made a really good point, and I think this is really interesting. So he wrote, in 96, I didn't have money for pay-per-views, and I was the only member of my family who watched wrestling. I was overjoyed they showed Brett Bulldog match on TV. Um, and I so I wrote to him, and I, I, you know, I thought that was a really great perspective and not something that... He's a freeloader. Was- He's the type of guy that would go into the uh, grocery store and be like, uh, wow, man, I'm the only one that liked meatballs. And I was so glad that they had a free thing of taste testing, but then he wouldn't buy the meatballs. Freeloader. Knock it off. So I thought that was a really great point. So Freeload. Jesus Christ. Get a job. How old if were you in 96? Huh? If Get anything, a job. he's smarter than all of us because he was able to skip all the bullshit. And just watch the meat and potatoes of the matter on Raw. Cheapskate. So he's not only did he save money, money that he didn't have, as he said. He should have got a job. Uh, Bob! <laughs> he's also Bob. smarter than us because he didn't waste his fucking life watching a shit-ass pay-per-view. So good job. And fuck what Bob says. I think he should have had a job. If I had to guess, I'm going to guess right now. He, right now, is probably 27 years old. So in 1996, he would have been old enough to at least sell some lemonade on the side of the road. What the fuck kind of math are you doing? <laughs> what? Well, um, well, I, He's I probably just, 27 like... right now. No. Um, yeah, I think we just lost one of a, a great supporters of the show. <laughs> if you if you were to fucking believe a word I say on this goddamn fucking show, I do. That's why I don't talk to you unless we're on this fucking show. Don't I know it? Yeah, yeah. I sent you a video acting like I was Goldust, and what did I get? Nothing. I didn't Nothing. get that. You sent me that. Yeah. You did not send me that. Yeah, he did. I didn't, I didn't get that. I'm I sent you. I was I was in my mirror. I had my hand covering my groin. Oh, okay. And then gotcha. I was using my my right arm, and I was like, Austin. Well, for, right. 
and nothing. No. Well, first off, I'd like to point out that I don't know why you're covering it because we've both seen one of your nuts. So, yeah, that I was got that was an accident. Bob tells one time an accident. Okay, now this is an accident. I remember, just a minute ago, Bob said, "Do you believe anything that he says?" Yeah, uh, Bob, you never texted me that. By the Austin, way. if you're legitimately check- checking to see if I sent you that video, you're proving my point. What are you doing? Of course I didn't send that. I was hoping you fucking did, and I was hoping I ignored it, you piece of yeah. shit. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time you've ignored my text message. Yeah, I, I go out of my way to not answer. I know. I know. It's good. All right, well, then there you go. I appreciate well, it. it's all out in the open now, guys. No, well, listen. Uh, classic wrestling review knows that I'm joking. He, I at least I would hope he knows I'm joking. Uh, he does make a good point, though. I mean, if I didn't have money and they were to put it on TV, I'd be like, hell yeah, good thing I didn't spend my whatever it was, fifteen bucks, I guess, for the one match I probably wanted yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's fine. But you know what? As a viewer, you might be inclined to think, well, they'll just keep on doing it. You know, so like, why buy, for instance, this in your house six sets coming up? That is a good point. Maybe they'll show the cage match on TV, and I'll tell you right now. Pretty sure they do on fucking uh, live wire or whatever they call it. <laughs> is, is is six? Is it going to be uh, in your house DX shot or what? <laughs> yeah, right. I hate to say it, in your house DX isn't even that good. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first one I thought of. Mind games is too close to joke about, so. Mind I like in, I like in, I generally like in your houses, I think. Okay. I like well, them as they a go. Less than two hours show. It's not that bad. I yeah, like so them the, as they go. Yeah, as the, yeah, the further on they go. Right. Uh, all right, let's, oh, shoot, okay, and let's go to February 5th, 1996 on the good old Peacock Network. Peacock. Okay. I'm sure it's an award-winning streaming service at some point. Yeah, okay. Because every single one of them is. Well, of course. Well, what the fuck? Okay. Don't worry. I have to still download all my fucking episodes all the time. So it's it's go. That's good. Uh, The runtime for this week's episode is 45 minutes and 53 seconds. Nope, mine's 54 seconds. Yeah, suck on Uh, Either way, if you were to equate it into a TNA weekly pay-per-view, it's about four episodes. Before (laughs) you get to one of those, so fuck my life, right? Because I got to do that on Thursday. Anyway, I'm going to count down from five when I say play, hit that good old-fashioned play button. No. And you'd be halfway through that TNA weekly episode. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Oh, we're starting it right the fuck off here, dude. Who's, oh, yeah. oh, it's Yokozuna. Yokozuna and Bulldog. I prefer Jokozuna. Oh, Jokozuna is a really great thing. Was he like uh, a stand-up comedian? Uh, he yeah. thinks so. Oh, yeah, he definitely thinks so. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty much over the, the Camp Cornette people. Can we all agree on that? Yeah, I'm absolutely over Camp Cornette, to be honest with you. Because, like, they haven't gotten shit done. Oh, Brett and Tager tonight for the championship. I forgot about that. Great. More Undertaker. Yeah, it's a good thing we don't have, like, a year still of Camp Cornette either. Like, oof, good thing that's not a thing. Oh. Oh, Fucking God. 
Uh, here come the the dudes with attitudes. <laughs> Look at the poster. They gave him that. There's no way he brought. Absolutely. Brought it or you see how crisp it was. That's why I'm saying. Do you guys? Would you guys have uh, had a Shawn Michaels poster on your wall? I actually probably would have. I feel like, to be honest. I'm telling you right now, if I ever did, my dad would have immediately been like, "Wow, son, we have to have a talk." I know I saw you cuddling with Oz on the couch that one time. I let it slide. But seeing Shawn Michaels on your wall, this is probably... You have something to tell me? I love you no matter what, but like, what's going on? And I'd be like, what, Dad? You know, that whole cuddling thing is probably why he moved so far away. He was like, and nah, didn't I invite you to come And didn't me. invite you. He's like, nah, we're done. Well, he rescinded it. He was like, do I really want two guys cuddling on my couch downstairs <laughs> watching Russell? I don't think so. He's like, I'm um, fucking out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Flashback uh, I used to last to have week. Some, some questionable things hanging on my wall. So I guess I can't really speak well, on well, that. Well, I, I got a good What's... story about things hanging up, and Austin should remember this. Do, do you remember? This is way back. So in my room, I, I had a lot of wrestling stuff up. It's just what I had. But specifically, do you know where I'm going with this, Austin? Put is it the Tory Wilson poster? Yeah. So, spoiler, it's a Torval poster. But it was, um, she's a, very, wearing a very small bikini bottom and no no top. And she's got yeah. her hands covering her, her boobs. Yeah. And, well, that poster couldn't be hung up in the room. I mean, that's bad. So, instead, what I did is hang it up inside the back of my closet. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when Austin's come over, be like, dude, check this out. We'd go in the closet and shut the door. And there's a Tori Wilson poster. Yeah. Oh, my God. I still have the poster. Yeah, that's a classic. Um, I at one point had a Kurt Cobain suicide note hung up on my wall. (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh wow! Yeah, you know, I had some questionable choices that I that I decided to. Why the hell would you do that? I don't know because it was like I had like a a matte print of him, and like there was another thing, and I. Just thought that that would be cool to hang up, so I hung it up right next to it. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah, it was a short-lived thing. Here yeah. I am putting up posters from my PWI magazines, and fucking Austin's puts up a Kurt Cobain suicide note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those were the days. Although I hate to say it, like that is bad, but I feel like that's like part of Kurt Cobain's. Um, it, yeah. Lore. If yes. You will. Yes. Thank I mean, you. they have they have like what the book? It's right behind me. His like notebooks all printed, and it's all. I mean, Kaylee has it. Yeah. You know the notebook. I mean, like it's all part of the him. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, hey, has this match been good? Because I've been picking lint out of my belly button instead of watching. <laughs> what? The fuck? They've literally done absolutely nothing. Yeah, they did nothing. Okay. Why is it why why is it so stuck in there that you have? I don't know. It sometimes does. It's like I get an ingrown hair in there, and it really hurts. Oh, okay. Inside? Oh, yeah, inside. Oh, yeah. You gotta, like, flip it out like it's a uh, a jalapeno coin. (laughs) (laughs) You know how you can get them fried? (laughs) (laughs) This show's really off the rails today, guys. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Turn it inside out like a jalapeno coin. (laughs) Oh, Sean takes down Yokozuna. Diesel's like, yo, Hong Kong, baby, I'm big truck daddy. Let's go. 
<laughs> oh, jackknife your ass. <laughs> yeah, but you see this adjective here? Play. I don't like the team of Bulldog and Yoko. Like, that sucks. Getting some stalling on the outside of the ring here as Bob's checking the baseball scores. Mets are up two to three. I don't even know if that's true. No, they're tied zero zero. Zero uh, zero, baby. Inning, last inning. Here we go. It just started. It's the third inning. So, Bob, have you put a baby in it yet? Oh my God. No. No. I'm, uh, I'm giving myself to about 42. <laughs> oh, okay. So you'll well, be because, dead by the time the kid graduates. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly my point. That way they're set. They can go to college. Oh, okay. Because they'll be like, oh, thanks, Dad. Here's my money. Does Sarah want kids? Yeah. So she wants to look like Yokozuna for nine months. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I told her once you know we start doing that. I told her, "Oh, we're gonna have to sink it that way. <clears throat> I can, can just continually take paternity leave, right?" So, mm. we'll have to figure it out. Yeah, that's adult shit. We watch Raw on this podcast, and we don't talk about. Yeah, it. well, you want me to go Raw in order to get a child, and then you know what? That's I was. Not I figured by now, dude, you'd be porking it. Um. Oh, Sean goes flying he's to the that floor. bump twice. Well, if you notice, Yokozuna's boobs are literally—they're um, falling off of him. They're so big here. His boobs are like pork chops. Oh my God, Sean whipped into like the stairs. Holiday hams. He's got pork chop tits. Um, Bob, uh, before you're yelling at Austin about Wendy's, did you mention the recent passing of New Jack? No, I did not mention that. This is very sad. Well, so hang on a minute. Okay. I'm I'm sad about New Jack. Yeah, well, yeah, it sucks he died of a heart attack. That's great. But here's the thing. Oh, my God. Why do we? I shouldn't have brought it up. You shouldn't have. Because every single wrestler. I know. Well, yeah. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You said this about Kamala. Nope. You guys are not know where I'm going with this. Every single fucking wrestler that would send their condolences were like, Oh, New Jack, man. We had some crazy shit go down in those locker rooms, which is like insinuating that he was probably threatening them or he threatened someone. Crazy times, but that's New Jack. R.I.P. Well, okay. This is a guy, New Jack, okay, that almost murdered a 15-year-old kid in a ring. Almost. Almost. Okay. So stop. Probably should have gone to jail for it. Almost. But didn't. Like Scott Hall murdered somebody. Well, that was a, that was self defense though. Oh well, well, he says. Yeah. Exactly. There's well, little. I literally reviewed the show where New Jack almost killed this kid. Was it a good show? Overall, I don't remember, but the match was not good. Oh yeah, almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, You know when Devon Dudley's a surprise fucking substitute, it ain't gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, my favorite New Jack story that we've told on the podcast probably five times <laughs> over at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is when we saw him at the Pro Wrestling Syndicate show. And this guy's trying to New Jack, and they're trying to get him to join his group. And Austin goes, "Don't! He's gonna stab you." <laughs> <laughs> and we were sitting in the front row, dude. And it was a small building. And, and as soon as I said it, crowd fucking died. And New Jack's looking around, hoping to see who the fuck just said that. And, and Austin literally starts go sinking in the chair, like, "Oh fuck." I know, because he's gonna stab me. No, I should I should have just pointed and been like, yo, dude, what would have happened if I was like, yo? Yeah, I was okay. like, this guy. He said Now I remember actually before that happened, um, well we me and Austin were in line for uh, a meet and greet. New Jack had a table, of course. And I, I generally I would have met him because I have this huge ECW poster. I have probably fifteen plus signatures on it. Well, I forgot it. I didn't bring it to the show. So I didn't end up meeting New Jack, but this dude's sitting at a table. He has one eight by ten in front of him, one eight by ten, and he's sitting there like this, just looking pissed. And I was like, maybe it's better I forgot my poster. I <laughs> didn't get a time today. Yeah, I do. I do regret it though. It's I'm pretty disappointed I didn't get to get to do that. But and I've regretted that not even before he died. I'm just gonna say that too, not well, just because I. It is now. It is unfortunate that he, he passed away. I mean, it's it's never usually it's never good for someone to pass away unless you know you're a fucking murderer yourself or a rapist or something. And technically, New Jack didn't murder anybody. He just you know physically assaulted. Almost, him. almost close. But I am glad to see that people have been, uh, I guess, kind of finding his Smoky Mountain wrestling stuff because that's his best stuff. Well, me, for, like, me and Bob just stuff. recently talked about this and. I told Bob because of the dark side of the ring they did on him, I want to watch his Smoky Mountain Wrestling stuff because I, the promos they showed, I got really into them. Like, oh, my God, this is really, really good shit. Yeah. Well, that's what got New Jack on the map anyways is promo shit. Yeah. A lot of people think it was the violence, but he wasn't really doing that. It was the no. promos that got him noticed. It is the racial promos. Yeah. They were uh, really good. Yoko just missed a body splash coming off the ropes. Now, if you're wondering what was going on during our New Jack eulogy, it was Yokozuna basically had a nerve hold on Shawn Michaels for about what felt like 12 minutes. This has and, been every Yokozuna tag team match we've seen. Yeah, and now that he missed a splash, he's fallen asleep in the middle of the ring because he has not moved. Oh my God, can Shawn get over the mountain of Yokozuna to tag the other dude with attitude? Yes, he does it. Big Daddy Cool, look at him. Oh, and now Yoko just pops right up. Yeah, of oh, course. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's whispering at Yoko when he, Yoko when he punches him. Oh, big boot to British Bulldog, and he's punching Yoko. I'm going with the big boys play soon, brother. Here's the last couple shots for you. You want to play? Five, Let me go five, off this rope. It's 550 guaranteed. <laughs> I favor nations. Try to get 600, then I get 600. Oh, big boot to Yoko again. I do. Going back to the New Jack thing really quick. I do think New Jack is underrated in the sense of a character. Because he was arguably one of the strongest characters ECW ever had. Like, there was an aura to New Jack. Not just because he was, like, ultra-violent and actually killed people in real life. 
Just in general. There was a charisma there. Almost. Yeah. Um, There was a charisma there, and it was one of the things that uh, ECW really needed at the time. It was like a a legitimate... Because you had like Sandman, but he really didn't do much of anything except have a cool entrance. Well, all New Jack ever really did was just jump off of high places. That's okay. Yeah, but he was legitimately cool. Right. No, I agree. One of my when I first watched ECW, I saw New Jack and I was like, "Wow, that guy is fucking badass." Him and Taz, Diesel yeah. and Sean just won by countout. And Owen Hart is on ringside here. That's dumb. As if that match really needed to end with a countout. Yoko couldn't just take the pin there. Nah, dude, gotta okay. protect. Sean him. is not wearing black gloves, and he keeps on giving him a high five. That's bullshit. Look at all those nuts that Yokozuna is carrying for winter. Oh, my God. Oh, that was another uh, miscue opponents hit each other thing that they're, they've been doing a lot lately. Yeah, well, here's Jim Cornette yelling at Yokozuna. He's berating him. And he's just wearing yeah, the same Marilyn Monroe tie for three weeks way. in a row. How are you going to fit in the hot tub, God damn it? Oh, they're turning him babyface, aren't they? Oh, verbally raping Vince McMahon. What the fuck? Jesus. Is he about to cry? No, he's not about to cry. He's going to explode. I'm from Hawaii. Oh, he hit Jim Cornette. My name is Rodney. The crowd just exploded for that. What is in the ring? Is that barf? Yoko peepeed. Oh, Yoko just scared Bulldog and Owen from the ring. Now he's all like, yeah, I'm a good guy now. I'm Coquina. (laughs) I think that's the end of that. We need Crush back. Octopus. (laughs) Oh, man. Up next, Hakushi against the one, two, three kid. That should be good. Oh, great. Billionaire Ted's uh, skit coming on later. Uh, And don't forget, Bret Hart versus The Undertaker. Oh, here we go. seems that things are starting to change around here. Getting a little out of control. Maybe I finally found a home. Hardcore home. Now he can have a nice day. <laughs> Jerry Lawler says that was a little eerie, wouldn't you say? As they showed I, mankind's ear. Oh, I get it. Look at that. Jerry Lawler is comedic genius, man. I'm telling you. Well, didn't you know that? <clears throat> He's one of the most annoying commentators in the Attitude Era. <clears throat> and Ruthless Aggression Era, for that matter. How did they get Jinsei Shinzaki to stay here this long? Money. Jesus. They were like, we'll give you $10 and a... I'm surprised he's here as well, to be honest with you. Oh, look at One, two, three kid coming out with the baby bottle because we have the crybaby match coming up at In Your House. I thought that was his water bottle. So did I at first, but it's not. It's a it's a. You're telling me bottle. he ain't going to drink out of that? No, he's not. He's not a baby. How do you baby. get this over? How do you come out there as a newly formed heel and walk out with a giant foam baby bottle and get it over? You don't. 
I don't think how he uh. still comes out to the one, two, three kid music. Well, he is the one, two, three kid. Yeah, but he's a heel now. You got to just change his name. Which he shouldn't be because it makes no fucking sense. Yeah, because one, two, three is like underdog babyface stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's uh. bad guy now. Well, this should be hopefully a decent little match here, but. Yeah, you like your dives. So. Oh, my God. Do, do I, I, I? These guys haven't gotten a chance to shine in a really long time individually, so I doubt they're going to get the time here. Yeah, probably not. Bob, do I should talk what you like or what? No, I don't. Well, uh, Bob, yeah, you do shit talk. No, what I, like. I don't. You're always no. like, go Memphis, go watch your Memphis stuff. And now you're trying to watch the Memphis stuff. So go fuck yourself. Mm. Bob also likes Bam Bam Bigelow and he ain't good. So Yeah. No, you you know, and you guys make fun of the fact that I like shows where people find love and connections. Like I want bachelor. you to be on one of them shows, Bob. So do you, I actually. Yeah, right. Me on The Bachelor, are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, you're literally, I, you're the perfect candidate before, like, what? How long have you and Sarah been together before, like, a, two years ago? Two years. So if I were to go on that show, it would be the first time where people would get out of the limo and then, like, slowly walk back into the limo. <laughs> and it'd be, be like, like they would look at the driver and be like, did you take a wrong turn? Because who the fuck is this guy? And why is he eating a White Castle slider at the fucking stairs? Bob would be standing in his fucking purple Macho Man shirt and gray sweatpants. Damn right I no, would. Well, his, no, now he wears his Zumbaz. Slippers on. My Zumbaz. Oh, yeah. I still need yeah. a pair of those, but I was told I'm not nice. allowed to, but I'm going to do it anyway. If nice, you don't uh, buy a pair, fuck you, Dallas, okay? Oh, my hands are Oh, my birthday's coming up if anyone wants to buy me some Zubaz. What kind would you get? I feel like I'd have to get like a black and white to make sure it would kind of go with mm. anything. Yeah, that's a good call. You but after, after that pair, I'm willing to explore all colors. You know what the first question I would ask if I was on The Bachelor to, like, each girl? I didn't know they asked questions, but you what is put it? out. No, I'd be like, you know, they'd be talking, and they'd be like, oh, so like, I, I want to get to know you better. And I'd be like, cool, I do too. I want to, and I'd be like, I have a question for you. And they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, what's your favorite WrestleMania? <laughs> and then if they were like, what? I'd be like, I can't. I don't see this advancing. No, it would be like those. <laughs> it's like that one meme where it's like the guy talking in the girl's ear when her face is like, uh, and it's yeah, like yeah, explaining yeah, a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I can just see a dog to be like, yeah, I just, I like to just stay home and like review wrestling shows. And Carly kind of pretended she liked wrestling. Uh, I think every girl I've ever dated has pretended to like wrestling. Yeah, that might be true. Actually, you know what? I was uh, Kaylee was naming off theme songs yesterday. I was watching, or was it two days ago? I don't know what day it was, oh. but uh, Hakushi to the floor. Um, but I was watching like Impact, shocker, and uh, Decay was. Oh, it was on Saturday. Oh, one two three kid flips to the outside and the Hakushi, and um, Decay was coming out, and she's like, "Isn't this Rosemary's theme song?" And I was like. Oh no! What the fuck? I was like, oh, "How do you?" She's like, "Just because I don't like it doesn't mean I don't pay attention." I was like, "What the? How the hell do you oh, Mary's theme song?" I mean, it was like that specific that I was like, "What?" Did you get her pregnant that night? Because like, what the hell is up with that? I don't know. Isn't that weird though? Jeez. 
I thought yeah, that. Yeah, if, if that's not fishing for a baby, yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what. And is. by the way, I don't watch Impact with her very often. That's weird. That's yeah, dude. She might be cheating on you with somebody that watches Impact Wrestling. A wrestler from Impact Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Rosemary. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, it was it was really weird though. Dropkick by Kid Anakushi in the corner, and now he's doing kung fu moves. We're going to commercial. Uh, speaking of which, I can't <coughs> believe you guys no sold my fucking renaming of wrestlers as told by Katie. I liked it. I comment. I wrote back because I was fucking dying when she said it with a straight face. I thought that shit was funny as fuck. Yeah, because they fit. No, it's Bob who. Oh no, yeah, no, Bob didn't say anything. Yeah, well, how does it feel? <laughs> I text both you back, so it ain't me. How does it feel? Um, no, so you know what's funny? So the other day at work, my uh, one of my coworkers was talking about going to a concert. And there's like fucking 80 bands and six fucking, oh, nice dropkick by Akushi in midair on kid. And like six stages or whatever. And Fozzie's going to be there. Oh, okay. Right? And I was like, oh, are you going to see Fozzie? And she was like, No. <laughs> and we all and then like this was me sarah the co-worker i think just the three of us and for the next 10 minutes we were making fun of chris jericho being a fake rock star like it's a wannabe true. rock star yeah that's true well i mean he he is a rock star it's not really Why? wannabe. He, he is i met i uh i saw fozzy and i met chris jericho by buying a fozzy vip thing and it was right definitely- how how many people paid for that uh, there wasn't a whole ton, but it was also at a more of like a festival type thing. Yeah. So there was how other... many people were at the show? Oh, there's a shit ton, but it was what's a shit ton? Like, could you fill a gymnasium? Yeah, it was at the well, it's the old grandstand now, but the grandstand and like the ground. So it was a free show. No, it wasn't free. At Chevy Court. <laughs> <laughs> And then I actually saw him again. These two yeah. are killing each other, by the way. I'm yeah, right ha- Hakushi with a fucking crossbody off the top of the floor on the one, uh, two, three. Yeah, this has not been a bad match, though. I didn't think. You haven't been watching it, Dallas. Yes, I have. No, you haven't. Enough to know it's not a bad match. Yeah, I bet you have. Yeah, so suck it, Chevy Court. MC yeah. Hammer, bitch. I did see MC Hammer at Chevy Court. Dallas, you going to go to the fair this year or what? I don't know. I am vaccinated. I'd probably wear masks, but. Oof. Shoulder, Shoulder block off the top there. And I'd only go one day, like do everything in one day and call it one and done. I told you about a former coworker of mine who would take all three weeks off and go to every single day, right? I also have a coworker who does that. Yeah, she's a nut job. What could you possibly do it for three weeks at the fair? I don't know. I, I don't know. Sit in the dairy building and watch the butter sculpture rotate. <laughs> How much fried dough can you eat in a three-week period? Oh, I could eat that every day. Oh, reversing the cover. Oh, he gets kicked out. You know what I found out I can eat every day? What? Uh, fucking jet puffed marshmallows. Oh, no, you're still doing that? Yeah, dude, and I get the shits every day because of that. Wait a minute. You're eating Jet Puff marshmallows every day? I eat four a day. You, oh, you that, that's not this that is, bad, though. This is really starting to piss me off. You guys make fun of all the stuff I do. 
And now we have da- or we have Austin eating Jet Puff marshmallows on the daily, making sure that he eats them like they're his goddamn vitamins. Listen, we Four made s'mores <laughs> we made one time, and then we had a whole bag of marshmallows. Like fuck, now I gotta eat these. You gotta eat them, and you know what? They're pretty low in calorie. Twenty five calories per marshmallow. It's not bad. Yeah, that's why I eat four because it's. You know, you know what? I want to know what I did one day. I had. I found like a bag of like Lucky Charms marshmallows, like just the marshmallows. Ooh. Oh wait, one, two, three, three can just count. one with like a a hurricanrana off the top, baby. No, no it was a no, like no. a like a double underhook. Underhooks, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, it was a yeah. double underhook. Tell me, I'm not watching. That. Yeah, what the hell? Is that oh, finishing? Oh, what the fuck was that? I know he's selling how he was hurt. Earlier, look, earlier today, he's wearing a completely different suit. Yeah, okay. What is this asshole saying here? Let's see. Uh, God. Something about Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, because Vader was suspended, right? Oh, yes. Immediately. They're gonna sue immediately. Yeah, yeah. he said we will sue. I mean, we will sue. Yeah, but Vader's the one who hit Gorilla. Couldn't Gorilla sue immediately? I mean, I mean probably. Oh look, here's Gorilla with the neck. Oh my god! <laughs> well, let me tell you, I uh, I have some serious injuries. My neck there. <laughs> oh, he's got a hairline fracture. Oh, I man. didn't need the to third, go get X-rays because my glasses third. are X-ray vision. Third cervical vertebrae. He's pulling this out of his fucking ass. What do you mean by that? Well, he provoked me, and um, it's just how it goes. It's how it is here. Uh... I love neck brace gorilla. I like that his shirt's unbuttoned, so it kind of covers so it up. You can see it specifically. <laughs> He wants well, why, you to look at it. Well, why would you be wearing a collared shirt with a neck brace? Because he's professional, God. Well, that's it. why I was like, is he wearing a neck brace or not? I couldn't tell or not. Dallas has worn a neck brace before. I have. I broke my third. I had a hair on fracture in my third uh, cervic, cervical vertebrae. Well, it's funny because, like, he's got a hairline fracture on his hairline because it's fucking gone. Ew. <laughs> wow, he's really just a windbag here. What is he talking about for he's Vader? Just, he thinks Hot Rod's going to be really good for the WWF. Oh, I forgot about... Yeah, I forgot about Roddy Piper. Well, uh, speaking of which, have you guys seen They Live? No. No, I haven't. You need to watch that fucking movie. It's on Peacock. Keep fucking watch it. It's that good? No. Oh, okay. But, but like, it's, like a, it's a classic, though, right? Yeah, and it's cool because it's Roddy Piper. Remember the time, Austin, when you were like, why the hell am I going to get Peacock? I'm never going to fucking use it. And now you're, now you're using it. I'm forcing myself. Yeah. I'm That's still okay. I'm proud of you. Wait till we get our buddy Screech on here. 
and he has ads, so we're watching the show, and then an ad pops up, and we're like, Screech, why are you watching friggin' Pepsi <laughs> ads? And we're still watching wrestling in the ring. Yeah, because you know that he doesn't have the $9 one. Because he probably doesn't he probably doesn't even know about it. He yeah, probably now, said, oh, everybody's got ads, yeah. Well, no, Bob's going to have to censor all this, because now he's going to listen, and he's going to know. I'm not going to edit it out, it's fine. Bob, it's a fucking joke, just go with it. 1986 hey, Slammy Awards. Yeah, the Slammies. Is this the first time they've ever done this? No, they did this. I think they did Slammy's last year, didn't they? They did? I don't know. Maybe they did. I they must I don't remember them doing it when I've been on here, so I didn't think Maybe so. Not. Maybe it is the first time. Let's do a Google. Here's Slammy. the creature of the night, the Undertaker. No mask on, by the way. Thank fuck for that. Uh, you know what we, you know what we should do when when Screech comes on? Not show up. <clears throat> no, we should be like, hey, Screech, we're gonna watch uh, World War Three ninety five, right? So he'll start watching that, but then we've already watched it. So then we'll watch like <laughs> Starcade ninety five, and we'll be like, Screech, what are you nice. doing? And he'd be like, what are you talking about? Johnny B. just came out. We'll be like, what the fuck? What do you th- no? That's not the short. Why do we watch the Starcade? He'd be like, what? You said World War Three. I'd be like, no. He'd be like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> Yeah, um, so so they have done the Slammies before. Oh, fuck. Um, what year? There's a, there's a couple different versions of it, though. We have 1986, 1987, and then they did it in 94, and then we're going to 96. Well, I don't think they had the awards like that. Like, I don't the, think it was that, a gimmick. Yeah. Um, it does look like the 94 one was a special edition of WWF Mania, which aired on <laughs> December 31st, 1994. Hence why we have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Yeah. And that one, they definitely, I mean, they definitely got the, the awards you would think. I mean, there's a couple in the 1987 one, but it's a little, it's quite different. Like, there's the Hulk Hogan Real American Award that they hear. Who won that one? Um, <laughs> Superstar Jake Roberts. Hulk Hogan didn't even win his own award? No, it's his. It's his award, so he gives it to Superstar Billy oh, Graham. Oh, he there. gives it to somebody. I'm assuming. Guys, you're missing our featured match here. We're about 31 minutes, 23, 24, 25 seconds in. This we match got was Brett. a snoozer at Rumble. It's gonna be a snoozer here. Oh yeah. Okay, Mister Undertaker fan. Here you go. You're getting your wet dream. I like oh, this what? award in in '87. The best performance by an animal. We got Frankie, Damien, Matilda, and then George Steele. <laughs> oh, my God. I never said I was an Undertaker fan. Honestly. Yes, you have. I said I enjoyed his matches. Oh, right. So that doesn't mean fan. That doesn't make me a fan of him. Oh. And- um, this is premier Bret Hart outfit right here. Yeah. It's a big match feel right here. Big match attire. I still never had a really good Bret Hart action figure, and that's bullshit. Oh, I had a I had a really good one. You had the best one, of course. Came with the fucking leather jacket and everything. The Montreal screw job, Brad. Yeah. So what happened to it? Oh, I still I kept that one. I got rid of all my figures. I got that Bret Hart. I got that Bret Hart, and I got 
most of my Shawn Michaels, and then my TNA figures. And your AEW. Well, and of course, I've started the new collection with the AEW figures. But you should have a run in from Bret Hart '97 in your in your wrestling fig federation. Oh, I'd definitely consider that. Are you gonna do a fig fed? Uh, no, I I have a Detolf that I put him in. I got my risers. You need to be like Ryder and Myers and do a fig fed. We no. did. Well, yeah, you I gotta do it again. I live there. I did that, and ours was wicked fucking cool. I know. <sighs> Great. Take her choking Brett in the corner because it's so thrilling and fun. I need another coffee. I've got a fucking migraine from this show. I don't I think we've it. talked about the show uh, literally at all. Well, to be honest with you, the tag match was boring as fuck. Terrible. The nerve holes, all that bullshit. One, two, three, Kid Hakushi was good. They were doing some good moves in there. And I really don't know if I have much interest in this Taker Brett match. And on paper, you would think Brett is a good match in general. But and on paper, though, if you were to tell me if these matches were on the show, I'd be like, wow, this is a stacked Raw. But like right now, he's just holding his fucking face. Yeah. On the mat, and the crowd is like, okay, they're not even doing, they're not even reacting. Paul Bear is like, what are you doing? That's boring. <laughs> Literally, he's just covering his mouth, like, don't scream. Okay, here comes Diesel. Big D, dude. I don't know if he's necessary to Whatever. Going to the top dude. rope, he's doing old school. Dude, with attitude. I'm going to come out to that ring. Oh, look at the fingers. Oh, Brett tosses him off. I'm going to come out to that ring, and I'm going to jackknife your ass. <laughs> you know you know who I am? Uh, big, big truck daddy. I'm going to jackknife you, and you're going to be a little little Tonka boy, okay? Hey, hey, hey big cool daddy. Oh, shit. He's sitting at ringside here. Vince is like, what are you doing here? February 18th, you're going for the title. Well, uh, Vince, I'm here because I need a fucking payday, and I'm going to hold you up in a second by knife point in the back in Garoa. Oh and if you don't give me the money, then you're going to look like Nick Gage after the fucking tournament of death. He's not <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, dude. You're going to be fucking bleeding out, and you're going to be like, get the fucking camera off me, bro. He's not Jeff Jarrett, dude. <laughs> what is going on tonight, dude? We got to re-record this episode. Fuck. Hey, and don't you disparage the name of Jeff Jarrett, Bob. Listen, man, he had a gun to his head and was like, listen here, motherfucker, I'll kill you. It was a pea shooter. Why well, am I bang when you pull the why, why am I just now noticing that Mick Price sent us a link for like R.L. Stein books? <gasps> Are you shitting me? No, well, it's on it's on Etsy. Well, to be fair, you guys don't uh, go on the Facebook very often, I don't think. I wrote to somebody the other day. I did just see that. I was very proud of you. No, I like black people. <laughs> I'd be like, nah. Nash is like, yeah, well, you know, uh, give it a couple months, and uh, I'll get real greedy, think I'm a bigger star than I am, and uh, I'll go down south for a little while. Start booking, kill a program, you know. Start booking. 
I don't see anything wrong with that. Then I'll jackknife your ass. It'll be great. Because I'm big, cool daddy, as Jay Lawler would tell you. Yeah. World Wrestling Federation champion. Oh, he gets uppercut by Undertaker. Undertaker does another one. He's still laying on the ground, though. Diesel this looking is ringside. terrible. Like he... Diesel goes, whether you're like Bret Hart or not, you got to say one thing, this guy takes a beat. Well, as, as I told you, this is fucking boring. Yeah, you want to know why? Back suplex. The fucking Undertaker. Haters gonna hate Jeter's getting a strikeout. And um, fucking John Green is gonna catch the balls. <laughs> Dallas, how about this? How about you just go turn on uh, your little Raw episode tonight where I'm sure zombies are gonna come out to the ring. <laughs> And you're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is so good. I can't wait. I never <laughs> said that. I never hey, said babe, that. Can you get me another he said John Green because we talked about Kevin Green in the beginning of the fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> babe, the zombies are on TV. Can you get me my pink drink? This is so good TV. Why don't you go drink the juice your fucking girlfriend makes in the blender, you piece of shit? Hey, speaking of which, actually, let's get serious for a minute here. Uh, Okay. Katie just told me that you can blend the entire inside of a watermelon, and it's like a thick slushy. Yeah. Oh, I believe that. I made mocktails out of a watermelon and some other juices. Dude, I'm doing that. Yeah. Do you know what that fucking sounds yeah, it's wicked good. Yeah, I took well. Me and my friends. Uh, this was before pre-pandemic. <laughs> we, we, me and Kaylee made a bunch of mocktails. We got different fruit juices, and it was pretty cool. You know what I've been into lately, which is probably over the last year or so, which well, I would not well, have liked before. Um, big fan of like limeade, like a real sour, pungent limeade. Big fan of that. Interesting. Look, Undertaker. Oh, jumping close. I'm Bret Hart's dad. I mean, he's you done. Know, you want to know what sucks? Is when mm. you go to your friend's house and you open up the refrigerator. My God. And they're like, dude, only one water bottle. Oh, I've never, I've never done that. You can't do just one water. You can't have more than one. Oh, I feel good. And this then, isn't about me. And then they come to your house. And they fucking drink everything. Wait, is this Austin? <laughs> and these don't say a word. No, Dallas, this is you, you motherfucker. Bullshit, it's me. What the fuck? Yeah, it is, dude. I've never done that. You have been like, listen, man, we first don't have off, a lot of water, but like, you can have like, off, one or two. First off, I don't have water bottles, <laughs> so let me start you there. Okay. You, you did. Secondly, you did. when I come to your house, I maybe have a glass of cranberry juice. Maybe. Ball. Maybe. When dude, I'm at Bob's time, house, dude, one time I, I bought two things of cranberry juices, okay? And by the time you left, don't I say by the time I left, me and Austin, if anything. By the time you left, because Austin <laughs> was having like Sprite and shit, you were having my fucking cranberry juice. I was like, what the fuck? And you were using my rustling cups. Oh, that I was doing. <laughs> that's like triple the size of a cup. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy's on his fourth cup. It was on a day when we were watching an eight hour New Japan show. So I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Of course, this guy's gonna fucking drink all my cranberry juice. 
<laughs> Bob has harbored these feelings all hey, this no, time. Bob. One water bottle and drinking all the cranberry juice. Well, you'll be glad to know, Bob. I don't drink that much like juice like that anymore because I try to. I I drink seltzer water now. Oh my god, who? What is wrong with you? And unsweetened iced tea, which I'm beating up fucking bread on the oh, outside, oh. man. This is bullshit. What the hell, Diesel. This is cheating. Diesel's is like, you see that pole there? Play. Hit. <laughs> Why is oh. Undertaker beating him up? He's helping him. Okay, what is going on, dude? We're making this a three-way dance. I when I go to Bob's house, I'm like, okay, where's the snacks? I'm pouring a drink. Do you got gummy bears? Where's gummy the fucking bears. sour worms? Let's go. Where's the gummy worms, you son of a bitch? <laughs> fucking get it's them like, out. Yo, where's the where's the gusher box? Yeah. Yep. Put a fucking DiGiorno pizza in the oven. Let's do this. This ain't my first rodeo, cowboy. <laughs> right. Yeah, and we'd also all go over and so Bob's got his chair. Austin takes the big couch and I take the little like seat. Yeah. Yeah. We all know where we're sitting. Right. Oh, power bomb by Diesel oh right in the middle. Yeah, first off, that's a jackknife, but okay. Dallas is always usually first to go for a blanket too. Like he's it's a go-to Viking blanket for Dallas. Well, that's what's always in the couch, so you just grab it. Yeah. Yeah. But I get cold. I think I'm cold-blooded, potentially. Yeah, and then he's the first one to be like, guys, I brought some ROA videos on my fucking extra hard drive if you want to watch it. Well, to be I fair. I always take my socks off at Bob's house. Another jackknife. <laughs> yeah, and then I just sit in the chair just counting down the... Hours and minutes before you guys just fucking leave. Yeah, but then it ends up being 5 a.m. and we're still there. Yeah, I know. Another one. After, after about 2 a.m., shit starts getting real. And then that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's, dude, what that's when we there. have like the heart to heart conversations. It's like, and oh, it, man. And then it's like, guys, uh, the sun's coming up. We should probably go home. <laughs> yeah, I think it was one of those it's, talks. It's like run out of shit to watch, right? So we got bullshit on. And it's real quiet, and everybody talks one at a time, and it's just like, yeah. So yeah, I think that was one of the times when Dazzle's like, "Yeah, guys, I think I like her." Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "No shit, you idiot! Like, of course you do." Yeah. Undertaker's dead in the ring. No pun intended. Being no, the dead. Yeah. <laughs> the what is this? They're doing the colored lights while he's still laying in there. Oh no, he's out of the he's ring. He's not no. in the ring. <laughs> oh, billionaire Ted, guys. <clears throat> oh, great. Yeah, if there's any segment we should be talking over, it's fucking this one. This is going to close out Raw again. It does it every week. Oh my God. He was just asked a hard question. <laughs> hey, Bob, did you, uh, did you look into that game I told you about? No, I have not. Figures. I buy all these games. I play them one time, and I, and I don't go back to it. Okay, well that's plenty. What game was it? Uh, I, Dallas, you. I don't think you'd be into it. It's uh, it's called the Metro Twenty Thirty Three Redux. I don't even think I've heard of that. Dallas is the type of guy that probably plays FIFA. I used to really like the demo, but now I don't have any of them. Um, and it's basically like a post-apocalyptic. 
you know, survival shooter game. Is it like open world? <sighs> yes and no. It's it's a linear storyline, so there's not like side missions necessarily or anything like that. And mm-hmm. there's levels. Okay. Um, but there's like a lot to explore and little like things you can find and stuff like that. But I, I almost like that because every game I play is open world and it's nice to like almost like a throwback, just straight up going through the levels kind of thing. So I don't know. I enjoy it a lot. It's uh plus it's like Russia slash Soviet shit. So like I'm into that too. Okay. Um, but it's been fun. Yeah, it's uh it's been fun. It's hard. But hmm. I like it. and it was four dollars, so I bought it. Oh, four dollars. Well you can't go wrong with that then. Yeah, it was on sale. It was like twenty, and I was on sale for four. Oh wow. my god. They put an ad in the New York Times. Yeah, dude, look, stockholders. Has Ted Turner lost forty million dollars of your money in his personal vendetta against the World Wrestling Federation? Or are these oh. their losses reported to TBS yeah. Financial and Sue? I don't think That's... that was real. No, they did. They Bischoff talked about it. I didn't <laughs> know they put it on the fucking show. God. That's funny. Uh, all right. Well, what do we think of that show? Judging by the fact that we talked about all about three minutes of it, I'm assuming we didn't necessarily find it all that enjoyable. No, I didn't. I mean, not really, but at the same time, like, yeah, we talked over, but like, we've definitely seen worse shows than what that just was. I thought one, two, three, Kadakushi was good. Yeah, and they got more time than I thought they were going to, which was well, nice. And like the matches they had, I think we someone mentioned it, like on paper, like those. I mean, that's a pretty star-studded show, really. I mean, they didn't have any bullshit, and that's why, I, like, yeah, we talked over it. But it, and and how, how much of the matches were we following? Not, you know, but I don't think that was like awful. Like I wasn't like dreading the whole thing. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And really, there was some story progression, which is good. We did hear the update about Vader, and they're continuing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got the Diesel interference. Uh, Owen made an appearance at ringside to kind of try to keep the peace between Bulldog and Yoko. So there was some nice story progression, which is usually very much lacking from Raw episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was welcomed. And I did, you know, keep note of that and keep an eye out for that stuff. But uh, as far as even background noise, I think this would be a good episode. Again, if you're in, if you're in and you have a hankering for 1996 Raw's, this would be a safe one to be able to throw on and just kind of comfortably watch in and out like we did. Um, there was nothing overly offensive on it as far as insulting your intelligence, which is sometimes few and far between. So that was nice as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. Middle of the road for sure. Skippable, you know, probably. But uh, also a good one to keep in your back pocket in case you need something on the TV for the time being that as well so how do we feel since this is technically the go home show because there is no raw on the 12th so our next show is in your house six how do we feel for a go home show i i don't think it's a bad go home show i don't know for me it's more or less 
especially for the in your houses, I almost don't even look at it that way because I feel like they don't even look at it that way. So for me, is it more or less just the lead in to whatever happens next? I think it was okay because again, we did get decent story progression. We did get something, you know, a little bit here and there for a couple of feuds. So we've definitely had worse lead-ins. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Um, am I looking forward to another Bret Hart Diesel match? Like, no, I'm not. Did this episode of Raw make me any more excited? No, but I don't necessarily fault this episode for that. I think there's uh, bigger things at work that make me not super excited for this next in your house, but you know, they can only do so much. I'm hoping moving forward though, once we get to the more, I don't want to say more important pay-per-views, but the more important pay-per-views that on the, you know, as a whole for the year, the pay-per-views are better than they were last year, because I think on the, you know, as a whole last year, we were pretty disappointed with, I would say, 90% of the matches and the booking of the pay-per-views. I think, I think I think 96 is a better pay-per-view year for sure. And that's the thing. And I guess that's the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, if we had to struggle through 95 to get to 96, where there's at least going to be some good payoffs, some good matchups that we end up getting, um, it'll be worth it. Because really, 95, I'd say that was one of their weakest facets of the programming was the delivery and the execution and the bookings of the pay-per-views. I think that made it even more of a hard year to watch. Um, Because I mean, stereotypically, if you think about it, really the pay-per-views should be one of the things that you look forward to most. Like, Oh, TVs haven't been great, but at least we'll get a great blow off of the pay-per-view. And like, no, at no time really in 95, did we kind of get that? So, you know, I am kind of holding out hope that 96 will be the year where they realize that that's going to be some money-making potential again, like it should have been all along. Um, And yeah, I don't know. I'm holding out hope. So this in your house to me does feel a little bit like a throwaway. I think they've booked it that way anyway is kind of a filler in between. But uh, hopefully moving forward, they're putting more and more emphasis on these shows as being must-watch. Can't miss them. It's kind of like Impact. Their TV show sucks, and then the pay-per-view suck, too. I'll tell you, that's how 95 felt for the yeah. most part. So well, Bob's wrong about that, but that's not the point right now. It's <laughs> not the point right now. <laughs> I had to get my, my last Impact shot in there. So It's all love, Dallas. Yep. Yeah. See now he now he's gonna be mad at me. Can't wait. Can't wait to record with you. Uh all right. Well, our next show is in your house six. It's Rage in the Cage, Diesel, Brett, Sean Owen. That's all I really remember. That's advertised for that show. Right? I, or Razor Kid in a crybaby match. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot I forgot it was a cage match, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well they have they didn't even really like, there wasn't even in the in in uh, in your house card like breakdown like we usually yeah have. right no right. that's a good point so, so you know what it's a bad go home there. it's a bad go home show I decided I changed my mind there's no Todd I mean come on I do think it's weird that there's technically two weeks uh, essentially two weeks before the pay per view because there's not a raw next week so I think that's yeah. really weird yeah that's a real weird uh, 
thing to happen. Right. Bad timing for sure. Damn I mean, I guess they got they got superstars though. So I mean, yeah. te- technically there is time to still talk about it. That stuff isn't even on all the markets though at this point. Oh, okay. Well, that's a problem. Like, I don't even yeah, know if it's in it Los out. Angeles and stuff. Like, it's not in big yeah. markets anymore. And it's like in New York, it's like horrible time slots. Right. I don't think. I don't. I don't think it's early morning anymore. It's like late, like in the afternoon. I don't know. To me, the cage match thing is like the lipstick on a pig sort of deal. It's like, how can you really dress yeah. it up? We've seen this match four thousand times, and it hasn't really been good since the first one. So I don't know. That's why. I, it, to me, it's just another show, and your house is going to be just another show. And then hopefully after that, after we keep seeing some more of these vignettes and new guys debuting, we're getting new matchups. I think WWF is going to get the shot in the arm that it needs. Finally. I hope so. You know? That would be nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, you guys got anything else for this week's episode? Dallas, no. Austin? I don't think so. All right. I thought I did, but I don't think I do. And why delay the inevitable any longer? The next show is around the corner. That's right. Our next show is the rage in the fucking cage. Diesel Brett. What is it? Number four. (laughs) Yeah. Part four. Yeah. Who will walk out as the WF world champion? We'll find out. And then after that, it's the March to WrestleMania 12. I can't wait. But until then, for Austin Skinner and for Dale Screedley, I am Bob Klein Jr. And this has been Icopod. Never trust a snake. <laughs>